0: This is the message from Connection Trinity Church for Sunday, October sixteenth, twenty sixteen. Psalms of Life, Psalm one fifteen. Good morning, Connection Church. Good morning. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Helen Jones. And I just want to say something about the cabaret. All right, so we are we do hope to raise some money. But that is really not the only thing about the cabaret. The cabaret is a fun night to come and to hear different uh, songs and dances and mime and this and that. And so if you don't have a dime, still come, okay? Because it's really a family event. You'll learn about Operation Christmas Child, but don't feel any pressure as far as giving, all right? Are we clear on that? Good. Good. Let's pray. (laughs) Lord, we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are a good God, and we look to all things uh, toward you, and so settle us in that we might hear what you have to say to each one of us. Thank you for speaking into our lives. Thank you for your word found in Scripture, and we give this time to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: So last week we began a new series in which we focus on some of the Psalms. Now, the Psalms, it's a collection of 150 sacred poems. We find it in the Old Testament, the first part of the Bible, and many of these Psalms were apparently sung in worship, so they were worship songs. As Pastor Laurie shared last week, the the Psalms express the full range of human emotion. We experience in our lives, hope, sorrow, heartache, anger, sadness, joy, and everything in between. Uh, The Psalms are expressions of the heart that touch people of all ages, for all time, all aspects of life. That's why we call on this series Psalms of Life. Our focus this morning is Psalm 115.
0: So let's take a look at Psalm 115. Not to us, Lord, but to us Not to us, but to your name be the glory. We just sang that uh, when we first came into the church. Because of your love and faithfulness, why do the nations say, Where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. But their idols are silver and gold, made by human hands.
1: And so Psalm 115 begins Not to us, not to us, but to your name be the glory. The psalm is here. The purpose is to glorify God. The writer of the psalm recognizing that the focus, the attention, the glory is not on himself or the community that he's part of, but it's all about God, their God, this God of Israel, this God of creator of heaven and earth.
0: And why? Why do we glorify God? Why do we put God ahead of ourselves? Why God and not us? Well, the psalmist shares in uh, Psalm 115, it's because of God's love and faithfulness. God's love and faithfulness. God loves us more than we could ever, ever imagine. It's unconditional. It's a love that we can't do anything to earn, to buy, to do good works for, but just to receive because it's a free gift a gift of his love that that we really don't deserve, but he gives it to us anyway. There's nothing we can get God to do to love us any more or any less. God is faithful. The same yesterday, today, and forever. We count on God. We count on God. Can you say that? we count on God. God is not fickle. God is not fleeting. Oh, I can be that way sometimes, but God is not. That is such good news for all of us. God is here with us always and forever, Mm. everywhere.
1: Mm. So verse 2 then mentions other nations. Some commentaries that we read suggest that this psalm may have been written during or after the time of exile uh, perhaps of the Hebrew people, perhaps the the Babylonian exile we talked about a couple weeks ago when Babylon conquered Judah and took the best and the brightest back to the home country there. Now whether it was or wasn't doesn't really matter because throughout their history the Hebrew people have been surrounded by other nations who have seen things differently, who've worshipped other gods, who have tried to stifle the Israelites and their beliefs.
0: These surrounding people worshiped idols these man-made images the representation of god little g gods they couldn't understand how the hebrews the hebrew people could worship something unseen something that they couldn't touch thus the question why do the nations say where is their god you see the god that we worship the god of israel does not allow idols In fact, when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, we read about that in Exodus, it was mentioned right there in the beginning, Exodus 20.
1: And God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven, above, or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. Say the rest will be, will you please? You shall not bow down to them or worship them.
0: These other nations had created images, idols, that they worshipped. Like this 90-foot golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar created and wanted his people to bow down and worship. We talked about that last week with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they said no, they wouldn't. Often these idols were to represent the nation's God or God's, little J, giving them something solid, something concrete, something they could see that represented the God that they believed in.
1: But the God of Israel would have no such idol worship, no such representations of the true God of the universe. And our spin on that is because such a representation will always fall short. Always falls short, it is always less than. It cannot compare to the real God. And our God wants us to focus not on some image that we create, but for us to always faithfully remember that it is God who creates. In fact, that's why we're here, because God created us, not the other way around.
0: We find ourselves in this situation today right here in our country You see, as believers of the triune God, that means three in one, God the Father, God his Son Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. You see, it's one God, three persons in God. We are surrounded by many who don't worship the God that we worship. We are surrounded by many who have trouble understanding why we make God our priority, why we worship, why we take time out to even be here today. And in fact, in our country, there seems to be a stifling of communities of faith, of worshiping God. These idols in in our culture might look different than the ones that we read about in the Bible but their idols just the same. You see, we just need to think about um, things in our culture. I'm guilty. One of my favorite TV shows that's not on anymore is called American Idol. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, oh, my goodness. That's ridiculous, really. I mean, God gave talent. That's awesome. But we tend to idolize. Think about when we go to sports events or different venues and we're like shouting, yay, yay, yay. Do we ever get that enthusiastic for Christ? You know, our challenge as believers who say Jesus is Lord is to swim against the stream, go against the grain, go against the flow, be contrary to our culture when our culture tells us everything but worshiping the one true God. And so it's important to stand firm It's important to say, yes, I will follow his teachings no matter what comes against us because we all know that plenty does. It's not easy. It's not easy to be a Christ follower in this world when it's so pluralistic. But that's what we are called to do when we profess that Jesus is our Lord.
1: And yeah, we should be the words countercultural, because Jesus was counterculture. If you read through the scriptures, he was constantly contrary to the to the culture because they were not going the direction that he was doing, calls us as followers to do the same. It's interesting though how the more things change, the more they stay the same. For example, sometimes I read in the Bible stories we of strange, it's kind of strange how the people will worship something that they had created, something they'd fashioned with their own hands. You know, the Hebrew people themselves did this when Moses was up on the mountain receiving these commandments. They convinced Moses' brother Aaron, the priest, to melt down their gold jewelry and to fashion a golden calf that they could focus on, that they could bow down to, that they could worship. They seemed to need something that they could see and touch while their leader was off on the mountain Meeting with the true God, and ironically receiving the tablets, uh, uh, they were, he, Moses was receiving the tablets that contained the words for them not to do exactly what they were doing, fashioning an idol <laughs> to worship. Isn't it funny how things work?
0: Now, most of us probably think that it's strange to make an idol you know worshiping a golden calf or a statue like the babylonian king asked his people to do and yet how often do we worship a little g god or the equivalent not that we bow down to it but we sure do spend a lot of time or energy or resource or talent pursuing it all too often we allow our pursuit of, of money, for example, or the things that money can buy to be our primary focus, our purpose, our mission in life.
1: I know that happened to me when I was in sales and I was paid commission. You know, the more you work, the more you make. And it's real easy to um, sometimes get contrary to a delicate balance there and cross over the line so that that becomes your focus. That becomes more important than anything else, when you focus on money, what it can buy, and the needs of, say, a family. And unfortunately, that balance can tip too much to one side if we're not careful, and all too often that happened to me.
0: Well, how about you? How about you? Has gold become an idol for you to worship? Uh, Not some 90-foot statue or... A golden calf but the gold that we claim think about in our culture or whatever it means whatever that means to you purchasing power has that become your priority you know things that we get aren't bad but there has to be a perspective has it become your priority whether we admit it or not when that happens we're worshiping it and it becomes our god
1: And we have to wonder, why do we do that? I don't know. Maybe it's because it's easier sometimes to cling to something that we can see and touch than it is something that we claim by faith. You know, sometimes we prefer things that we feel we have control over, such as money and possessions, or so we think at times, rather than an all-powerful God who we wish we could control at times, but we certainly don't, and in fact, has control over us. Now, our challenge as human beings is we all too often like to think we're in charge. <laughs> the trouble is, it's hard to be in charge when we're following this all-knowing, all-powerful God of creation, and we're doing it on faith.
0: Well, it's just not the gold we idolize. There's other man-made stuff that we pursue, you know, cars—the bigger, the better, the the faster—the houses, the bigger, the better—all the stuff that that we need. I'm in this purge mode right now because it's just like too much, too much. It's stuff that we we didn't create, but we worship like our jobs. Um, I don't know. I think maybe I have worshipped my RN a little bit too much. Hobbies, pastimes. And how about people that we worship? I talked about sports figures or entertainment people, people in positions of power. People that we want to be like, we look up to in, a, in an unhealthy way. Uh, people that we want to look like, we want to act like, we want to sound like. People who don't even have any idea who we are. And then, let's dial it back to a little bit closer to home. Perhaps we, we worship our spouse. I'm guilty of that. But you haven 't knelt down That's
1: thank good. you That's a thank good you that
0: 's good that 's good okay here's here 's my thing. I think that i 've worshipped my kids. I think that, and i 've shared with you in the past couple months i 've been in a place where i 've needed to do some deep stuff inside, feeling you know not put together the way that I know God wants me to be not not to look perfect for you guys but for God to be open to God and I think in this empty nest place where we find ourselves which is great by the way but I've spent my entire life 36 years with this image of mom and I'm not sure who I am outside of that and now as I've thought about that I think I've kind of idolized my kids their accomplishments their you know everything that they're involved in Aaron when you stood up as drum major and you saluted out in the football field man I wanted to say yes that's my kid probably a little bit not as humble as I should have been that's okay Aaron yeah but anyway, you can come up
1: from out under the seat now, Aaron.
0: I, I don't know if anybody's understanding what I'm saying, but, you know, there are things that become our primary focus that kind of get us off course a little bit instead of God needs to be our primary focus and then everything else falls right into place. So what is it in your life that has the potential of becoming your idol or have you already crossed the line? Hmm. What is it? Hmm.
1: Here's a real challenge. Sometimes we even make things here at church our idols. I'll give you an example, when I was in Seaford, I served three churches and um, they were all churches that were hundred years old. And so they had a long history, you know, a legacy and everything. And the one church we started a, a contemporary service in, and just to get a little more contemporary feel, we took they were really old choir chairs out, and didn't have them in the sanctuary. Put some coverings over the stained glass windows just to give it a little different feel.
0: <laughs> uh, they're already starting to chuckle.
1: Ah, uh, you can't imagine. The, it, was like, it was like, I think it was like the next day I received a registered letter. I don't know if it was registered, certified. It was one I had to sign for, With a petition with signatures. And and the incredible part was the signatures, because the one signature came, now this was Sunday to like Monday or Tuesday, came from a girl who was away at school in Virginia. That was interesting. The one was from a guy who'd had a stroke and couldn't write anymore. The one was from a woman who lived in a house next door who didn't even come to church. It wasn't even her church. I guess if there was any good news, that one signature came from a woman who hadn't for 20 years talked to the woman who was gathering the signatures so somehow, there were, being mad at me overcame a 20-year animosity between those two, so I guess that was a plus. And You see, what happened was um, this, this was a fairly small congregation who at one time had been larger but kind of got smaller and kind of inwardly focused. And what ended up happening is they worshipped the building rather than reaching out to people to worship Jesus Christ. And when you start worshiping a building, we're in trouble. We're in trouble.
0: Now, our worship space, our buildings, it's special. It's sacred. There's, when we come in, we can feel a lot of times this holy awe. But we've got to remember that we are worshiping God not space. Now, we want to take this one step further. Please stick with us on this. I love my Bible. I read it. It is important to me, more than important. It's a lifeline. But actually, my Bible isn't the lifeline. It's the words of God, of Jesus Christ, Through the Bible. That's my lifeline. So I don't worship the Bible, I worship the Word of God. Do you understand what we're trying to say? Sometimes we get things a little bit mixed up. I'm going to go one step further. Now, this is going to. Now you're meddling. Now we might be meddling a little bit. We worship Jesus Christ. We love the symbol of the cross. It means everything to us. It's this place, this space where we can, you know, we can kneel. We can, you know, we, we connect with the cross. But the cross isn't what we worship. We worship the one who hung on the cross, who died on the cross, and who rose again so that we would have new life. We're not saying that it's not important and sacred. We're not saying that. But we're saying let's remember we worship the one who speaks to us through Scripture and we worship the one who gave his life for us on the cross. Are we on the same? Do you hear what we're saying? Okay. Thank you.
1: Back to the psalm. And the psalmist is referring to these um, idols, these um, uh, idols that these other nations have created. They have mouths, but they cannot speak. They have eyes, but cannot see. They have ears, but cannot hear. Noses, but cannot smell. They have hands, but cannot feel. Feet, but cannot walk. Nor can they utter a sound within their throats. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. Say the rest, please. All you Israelites, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. And Israelites, we now are part of that. All of y'all, all all y'all trust in the Lord. He is our help and our shield.
0: You know, I've been looking at this scripture all week. And, you know, sometimes when I'm up here, certain things like pop out that I didn't even see. And this line, those who make them will be like them. And so will all who trust in them. Wow, that's kind of big. I, I don't want to make graven images. I don't want false idols. Hmm. The psalmist points out here that these man-made images, these images that we create, are unable to talk to us. They are unable to listen to us. They're unable to feel. They're, they can't communicate. <laughs> They're unable to love us. Our God, on the other hand, met us face-to-face in the person of Jesus Christ, who has come to listen to us, to love us, to walk with us, to forgive us, to give us peace. He came in the person of Jesus Christ to save us, and an image can't do that. Only Christ can save us. An idol can't do it. It is God and God alone who loves us enough to come and join us. We can't save ourselves. We cannot save ourselves. Only God can. So question, how about you? Are you trying to save yourself? I admit I have tried to save myself before more than once i probably put more trust in myself than in God. Are you there? Why not try Jesus? Why not try Jesus?
1: You know, sometimes we have um, what I call spiritual amnesia. Spiritual amnesia. We forget. We forget who God is, who we are, and the relationship between us. And when we do that, we start putting ourselves on an even level with God if not above God and it just doesn't work see our God must be more powerful more knowledgeable more loving more forgiving more everything than we are otherwise it's not God (laughs) and and so even though we at times try hard to create our own gods we're unsuccessful Because we cannot create something greater than ourselves. Mm. And by definition, God must be greater than we are.
0: We have a relationship with Carmel Community Church over in New Delhi, India, and Pastor Koshi Baby, who we support with tithes and offerings. Um, They minister to thousands of children in the slums. Of New Delhi. When we were in India a number of years ago, we learned that that nation, many people there worship over three million gods, that there are 300 million gods, (laughs) close to where we stayed. In fact, right next door, there was the temple of the monkey god. We also learned that there was a rat god. Now that gives me complete heebie-jeebies. as we were walking along the city street, Kyle, you'll remember this, we would see bowls of milk to feed the rats because they were worshiping those gods. It's hard to make sense of that. It's like, what is that about? And yet, we really aren't that different because there are times when we put ourselves above God where we have idols that we, we don't say it out loud, but may be more important than God when we worship something or someone other than the God of creation. So consider this. God does not trust us for his existence, yet we must trust God for ours.
1: So back to the psalm. When it talks of House of Aaron, Aaron was Moses' brother, the the priest, so it's just talking about not just his house, but the long lineage there. House of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear him, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless his people Israel. He will bless the House of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. And as we're reading this, see... We are descendants through Jesus Christ of the house of Aaron, spiritually. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. It's not the dead who praise the Lord, those who go down to the place of silence. Say the rest with me, please. It is we who extol the Lord, both now and forever. Praise the Lord.
0: We trust in the Lord. He is our hope, he is our help, he is our shield. I love that image that he is our shield. It's like our protector stands before us. The Lord is the one true God. There is no other god that comes before him. Jesus says in John 14:6, "I am the way, I am truth, I am the light. God remembers us and God blesses us. Even when we fail to remember God, God is still remembering us and blessing us. And even when our blessings fall short, God still loves and God still blesses. God blesses the small and God blesses the great alike. And we, as scripture says, we extol the Lord both now and forever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That means in Hebrew, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you say it with me? Praise the Lord. Yes.
1: And so it is God and God alone whom we all will praise, whom we will follow, whom we will worship, not an image made with our hands, not some idol who can't communicate and love us. It is God to whom we will turn in times of need, in times of distress, and also in times of celebration. It is God and God alone who loves you just as you are, but too much to leave you there. It is God and God alone who loves you enough to sacrifice His one and only Son, Jesus the Christ. Whoever believes in Him will not perish, but live with Him through eternity. It is God and God alone who sends His Holy Spirit to give you and me the strength and courage to face each new day. In the name of the Lord God, praising him, worshiping, loving him with everything we've got, all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, all of our strength. It is to God and God alone that we will be faithful, not some idol made with human hands. Amen.
0: So how about you? How about you? Who gets your glory? Who or what do you worship? Where do you look for your salvation? Who is your God? Something for each one of us to think about every day, every single day. Something for us to consider right here, right now. As we close our service, we'll be singing a great song called Cornerstone. He is our cornerstone, our center. We can see in our own lives maybe where we've kind of, we need a course correction. You can think about that from your seats you can get on the steps and pray we've got Linda and Esther back in the prayer corner they can pray with you not just about this issue but about anything a joy or anything that you'd like to lift up but this is our time to consider who is our God Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord he is our cornerstone That's the truth. Let's live it and let's believe it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, it is really hard in this culture to kind of dig our feet in the sand and and not cave in to some of the things that pull us or confuse us or uh, want to tell us that maybe we're wrong but we know Lord, that your truth is um your word is truth thank you for coming for loving us for having that relationship with us and help us claim you as our lord where every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess that jesus christ is lord we pray this in the name of the father Jesus Christ, His Son, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And everybody gathered and said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for
1: our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also
0: call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church. Connecting people with Jesus in the life